Patients definitely read your body language. I know that without question that if you're not sitting down and looking comfortable, your patients know. They think you're in a rush. They think you're hurried. I remember I had this uh, pulmonologist that, that I worked with in Chicago when we were in residency. His name was Dr. Coolidge. He would just walk in the room and just sit down and just let the patients talk. And in, he said most patients talk for about two minutes. And if you just let them talk for those two minutes, they will tell you everything that you need to know. And you won't really need to ask a whole lot of questions. And in my practice and, and what I've seen, this seems to be very, very true. That if you just walk in and say, hey, how can I help you? Which, you know, in my field, that doesn't happen that often because I already know why they're here. But let's say you have no idea why the patient is there. You just walk in and say, what brings you in? Tell me what happened. And then be quiet. Awkward silence for two minutes. Let them talk. Uh, they will talk and they will tell you uh, pretty much everything that, that they're thinking, everything going through their mind, and everything that they want addressed. Now, the body language part is they see how you're sitting. Do you look comfortable? First of all, are you even sitting? Like I know a lot of doctors and I've seen, you know, people have told me that their doctor walks in, he has one foot out the door, one foot on the handle, and he's about to run out. Okay, that's inappropriate. There literally should be no doctor ever that is talking to you with like one foot out the door and one foot not out the door. Like that's just insane. Or they'll tell me, yeah, I started talking and my doctor cut me off every three seconds. Now, that's probably not your doctor's fault. Some doctors are rushed like that, but a lot of that is this like whole new era of corporate medicine. They almost force you to see X number of patients per hour or X number of patients per day and you've just got to get going. Like if somebody's like, yeah, I got the sniffles. Okay, boom, you're in or you're out. I don't need to know what you did when you were five years old. I totally get that. Um, and unfortunately, that's the direction that medicine is heading for. In fact, if you read the, the studies, um, most doctors spend about 100 seconds with their patients. Um, literally one minute and 40 seconds. That's 100 seconds. That's what one of the studies uh, showed, which is horrible, which is why I've actually decided to create a community. Um, I created a community mainly so people can have access to me all the time, day and night. You can join my community if you go to drallo.net slash community, you can hop on there. Um, it is super fun. Like the people in there are, we've become such good friends. Like a lot of people join there to kind of like optimize their health, ask me questions, show me their labs. Like, hey, what do you think of my cholesterol? What have you? It's almost in a way of paying for more health insurance, but you're not getting some weird random person on the phone. You're not getting a business executive. You're talking to an actual double board certified cardiologist, internist, I'm board certified in internal medicine, cardiovascular medicine, I'm a certified personal trainer, I've been teaching weight loss and healthy living for like uh, more than two decades now, and I've written multiple books, best-selling author, award-winning you know, recipe book, uh, the weight loss book that's a heart health book, um, all of that, uh, and it's it's just fantastic. So um, the community is huge and I'm not here to like toot my own horn or anything, but the community has been like, it's a place of almost therapy for me. A lot of people come on there every week. We, we do these weekly Zoom meetings. 
a lot of people come on there every week and they're like, yeah, you know, this was a rough week for me. Everybody's commenting on how much weight I've lost and I'm uncomfortable with it. I don't know how I feel about it. I've never lost 80 pounds in my entire life, but I have. I've lost 80 pounds. It's weird for me and I don't know how to deal with it. Luckily, me and myself and some other people in the community are like, hey, we're here. here's how I deal with it. I lost 50 pounds. Here's what I do. I lost 20 pounds and people said this and this is how I think of it. Or here's my mental you know, headspace. Here's where my mind is at. So all that stuff makes a huge difference. So I highly um, recommend uh, joining some kind of a support group uh, or having some kind of help um, when it comes to that. Or you can, you can join my community. I'm not really here trying to push that, but you could. Um, but the body language part is huge. Um, patients can tell if you're rushed. You know, your patients know by looking at you, do you look like you're trying to get the heck out of there? Or do you look like you want to be there? Um, it, it's a huge tell if you're standing by the door with one hand on the doorknob and about to open it and not really saying much and kind of just nodding and nodding and nodding. And you're thinking to yourself, man, when is, when's the next patient going to uh, come by? That's a problem. Uh, not a big fan of that. So those are kind of just some clues and hints. For me personally, I tell the students that round with me or rotate with me, to ask the patient at least five times, do you have any more questions? And always sit down. Like if a, if a patient, you're about to walk out and a patient's like, Doc, I, I, you know, I was wondering about, and they start asking you questions, come back towards them, sit your butt down and let them talk. That gives them the signal. And this is not manipulative. This is just like natural human courtesy. I don't do this to manipulate the patient into thinking I care. I do actually care. But this gives you or at least gives the patient the impression that you are sitting down and ready to listen. So if they start asking questions, my immediate response, my natural instinct is to come back in and just sit down. Because when you're seated, um, everyone knows that you are ready and receptive to have and answer questions. So I always tell my students, and they always notice, they're like, Doc, you know, you ask them like five times, do you have any questions? Why do you ask them so many times? Well, because I want to make sure that they know that I've addressed everything and there are no more questions. Like, well, doc, what about my echocardiogram? What about my cardiac cath? What about my this? What about my that? No, I've answered everything. Um, that's a huge thing. So definitely make sure you are seated, you are comfortable, you don't have your arms crossed. Um, a lot of other little things like don't put your hands in your pocket. Like that's just weird. You're standing, let's say you're standing and there's no place to sit. Some offices, you know, don't have a sitting area or a stool or whatever. You're standing, um, there's no reason why your hands should be in your pocket. Have them in front of you, just kind of like in the front. You can hold one hand in the other. Don't put your hands on your side. Like, that's just kind of weird, too. It's like you're standing there just watching your patients. Um, you know, don't have your arms crossed. You know, that's just like I'm uncomfortable being here and I don't want to be here. Um, but there's lots of like visual clues as to what is going on through your mind or, you know, through your head. And always ask do you have any other questions? 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 Do you have, you know, five times I asked them, do you have any more questions? Make sure you answer any and all uh, questions. Those would be my tips. We continue to climb the uh, charts on iTunes. I love you all for that. And I will catch you on the other side. Peace.